Matter of Faction podcast with Pricey and Brownie. Well, 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 Pricey and Brownie are back to haunt your dreams for 2020. It's the Matter of Faction podcast and depending on how you look at the labelling of this or whatever, we're either at season two, episode one, or we're at episode 31. Yeah. Whichever you, whichever you want to, uh, to, to go with. You know, it really depends on, I think, on uh, your experience on uh, looking at TV shows and perhaps illegally torrenting them. Yeah, and how you put them into each folder. S02E01. As my friend of a friend told me how to do, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that kind of situation. I don't know anything about it. Yeah, exactly, yeah. But hey, uh, we're back for 2020. There's so much still to come with this year. It has officially kicked off and it kicked off in style. Like massively. And we've got plenty already to talk about. So before we get any further into all of that, let's throw to Ebony News with the heavy news. Ebony News with the heavy news? Yeah, that can be a nickname for the whole year. Ebony News. <laughs> Ebony's story in the heavy news with the headlines you might have missed. What's been happening? Well, it's 2020 and there's a bunch of new music. We'll kick off the heavy news with Green Day, who have just released a new single called Oh Yeah from their upcoming album Father of All. It's coming out very soon on February 7th and by the sounds of it, it's going to be an exciting record. And Trophy Eyes sneakily premiered a new song at Unify and a couple of days later they officially released it. It's called Figure 8 and I love it already. Who can resist a sweet, sweet sax solo? Definitely not me. A new Alexis on Fire song was leaked a bit earlier this year, but you can officially listen to it now. Season of the Flood is a nice slow jam compared to their previous releases anyway. And still no word on a new album, but hey, we're not mad. And if you're looking for some new Code Orange, they've gone next level with a new track and album announcement of the same name underneath. Check it out, or hey, just take my word for it. It's good stuff. And then we have new Berry Tomorrow. Cannibal is their new heavy single and it explores various themes of mental health struggles that vocalist and lyricist Danny Winter Bates penned from his own experience. Oh man, what else? Oh, and is anyone keen on Polaris's huge tour next month? Well, Crystal Lake are making their debut in Australia as a support and they just dropped a new video for their track Sanctuary. It features live footage of their recent shows and, um, wow, get ready. That's it. The first heavy news of 2020. Stay heavy. Thanks again, Ebony, and uh, she did a fantastic job for Wall of Sound at Unify. Like it was great to share that with Ebony. Yeah, Ebony's. Uh, I love her positivity and and uh, enthusiasm. Yeah, if you've ever seen her before, or if you get the chance to catch her at a show, say hi. She loves a chat. She loves getting in there, and she actually loves a good mosh as well too. So, props definitely get behind uh, Ebony. But uh, talking about Unify. Whoa! It was a big Whoa. one. It, it it was it was a good one. Like yeah, any absolutely. anything that could have happened did happen. Yeah. And uh, at the end of the day, it, it came through. The goods were delivered. And wow! It was it was it was a perfect way to kick off the year for heavy music. For real. I mean, we should probably start by giving props to all of the the behind the scenes yeah. staff uh, at Unify for you know coming through in very difficult. Uh, conditions and, yep. and delivering because right, so trying it was for, trying for those who don't know there was a massive wind and rainstorm which hit about 
four o'clock in the afternoon on the Friday when, you know, the bands were obviously supposed to be happening. So mm. they had to pack everything down just in case because they're precautionary things. You know, there's a severe weather warning that happens. You you don't want to risk it. You want to make sure everything's all good just in case. And it came through and wow, like everyone stopped in their tracks. People were went back to their tents. Everyone who was in the artist area where we were was sort of crowding around our media room and just sort of like wondering what's going to happen when it's going to pass and all that. Yeah, and it lasted... Much longer than predicted. Yeah, it was only um, supposed to fly through, but no, it was like two and a half hours or something like that. Well, it was that. predicted to be two and a half hours. It ended up being more like six. Oh, so wow. So it, it, was, it was a big day and, and everyone just really rallied. Yeah, it got really together. Cool. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like in these situations, you just have to accept we can't control the weather, and that's yeah. pretty much the general consensus of what everyone was saying. It was like, "Yep, cool, the area needs the rain, that's fine." But like, you know, there's not much we can do. And I think you know, seeing everyone behind the scenes, and this is what not a lot of people listening to, to this see. podcast would see. Like they were running left, right, and center. People were having conversation after conversation. A lot of talks went by that day, like about what's going to happen with the festival. And the good thing was they had that circus tent, so they could start getting through some of the bands so none of them would miss out and it was a fantastic opportunity to get through that and while these bands are playing in the circus tent they managed to get the stage back up and running bang we got our headliner for the first night it was incredible yeah frankly the fact that architects played at all is an absolute miracle and 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 that's a lot due to the behind the scenes staff just really rallying and putting it together. Yeah, so look, you know, they they get a lot of praise between themselves, but, you know, for punters, for people Mm. in the media and all that, we need to say thank you for doing what you did to Mm. get everything up and running and to get us the show that, you know, we we left and we saw all the bands. It was, you know, that we got the festival we went down there for. And the biggest win of all was that everyone's safety was ensured and Mm -hmm. no one was hurt. Like, you know, there there are people that have to scale that scaffolding to put those speakers up and, oh yeah i saw you know, the guys like doing in, that yeah yeah you know like there's, there's a lot of safety that had to be taken care of and you know n- the no casualties no injuries no nothing yeah so it, there, it's it was sick it was so good to see there was a lot of wet tents yeah that we heard about yeah. but you know that's expected but with that said with the amount of people having fun and partying like you wouldn't have noticed no from what i heard in the general area you know for those of you that camped out there well done tip your hats you you, you survived that that's awesome we did a walk through <laughs> uh of the of tent city on the saturday and it was a little Mad Max. It was a little was bit a, like that, yeah. It was a little bit of carnage. You know, to, to be honest with you, I kind of wish we were involved with the carnage because it looked like so much fun. But yeah. also, you know, I enjoyed my dry bed at night <laughs> and the snoring which kept me awake all night. So Sorry. thank you, Pricey. Sorry. Uh, but let's get back to what we're here to talk about. The bands that played Unified Gathering, I, I never in my life imagined that we would see the ghosts inside in Absolutely. Australia again. And we got to see them play and wow, like... I, I was kind of positioned right smack bang in the, middle, in the middle, just on the outside of where the mosh pit was. And when they first started playing, when that curtain dropped, I look around and like everyone is screaming, everyone's singing along the words. And you look at people's eyes and they're very glassy. Now, I don't know if that's because of drinks or whatever they had beforehand, but something tells me that people were emotional at the fact About that it, we were yeah. watching this, their second show, their second comeback show since getting back together. And it was beautiful. It, yeah. it's probably one of the best ways I can explain it. Like if you were there, you know, mm. the atmosphere was incredible. Everyone looked out for each other. Everyone yep. sang along and we gave it all. And yeah, it was, it was beautiful. Yeah. 100%. And you know, it must've been a fairly personal and uh, special moment for you. Cause 
they uh, they revealed a little something about you. Oh uh, God, yeah. On stage to yeah. everyone at Unify. <laughs> Stay tuned for the interviews for Unify Gathering, and you'll hear the full story with that. All right, yeah. but yeah. And if you're there, you know. <laughs> if you, exactly. If you were not, yeah. So I, I did shit myself, and all will be revealed in very soon. So stay tuned for that. But can I can I tell you? Look, because I I saw you briefly, and I was like, no, nah, I can't stay here. I need to go deep in the mosh, yep, that kind yep, of thing. Yep. But like when they did that f- for me, I, I haven't had the chance to talk to many people about this. But like I was surrounded by a bunch of strangers, that kind of thing. Yeah. So you know how something happens, and you want to like boast to your friend and be like, oh my god, what's that going on? That was me. On? That was me. He's talking about me. For the very first time, I took your advice, and I wasn't filming. I yeah. sat there in the moment and took it all in. And when that yeah. happened, I couldn't comprehend what had happened. Because obviously, You're like, did think, that just happen? Yeah. Did like, anyone get that on they, film? They, yeah, they yeah. said that, and he mentioned it. I'm just like, you know, what is this? My name was on his yeah, lips. You know? like, just, yeah. It's just, you know, it's one of those moments. So this is a band I've idolized for years. Yeah, I respect yeah. the absolute shit out of them and everything they've gone through and where they've come from. And then to, to have something like that happen, it's just a surreal moment. Yeah. A, a surreal, beautiful experience. But you know, it wasn't just all about the ghosts inside. Like North Lane put on, I dare say, one of the most energetic mm. and, mm. and energy filled sets I've ever had the chance to see at Unify or you know at any festival for that matter it was yeah, they insane really ripped it up, hey? yeah yeah it was that was that was super cool to watch it was you know that was one of the ones you know we were working a lot of the weekend so uh, you know I did get to see bits and pieces of bands yeah. but you know once we were finished uh working um you know I really got to see like in full Polaris North Lane Ghost inside, and, and look that in itself. Imagine that as a headliner show around the country, <laughs> like amazing, incredible. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so like you know, to see those bands do that, and just everyone throughout the day. Like we had a moment where we had like an hour to kill, so we went and watched Knock Loose, and yeah. there was a gigantic Pikachu, Pikachu. on someone's yeah, shoulders yeah. in the Circle Pit. Like you don't see that at like a normal show, and that's what makes festivals so beautiful, and mm. why we need to treasure them and support them and get behind them, so we can and, see these. You know, things. the cool thing was like, you would think that you know maybe. Uh, you know the people who do all of the the usual unify things. Maybe they're getting sick of it or anything like that. But year on year, they're delivering There's something different. The, yeah, you know, the, the Uno happened again, and the Power Rangers happened again, and the you know. But one notable exception: no shoeies. Yeah, very good. Very good. We we had a chat with Sam Carter backstage, and like he's weird flex. But we, okay. we 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 <laughs> we reiterated the fact that you know it was good for him to finally put a put a performance on with architects and, and have the speech and have not have that. to that yeah. have the hecklers doing it. And you'll you'll hear this uh, chat very soon where he's just like he's not going to give anyone the time of day. You know, usually he takes his shoe off and and jokes that he's going to drink it, but then like you know flips everyone off that kind of thing. It's not going to happen anymore. And I think that we're sort of getting to this point where as a collective majority of us, we're over it and that's yeah. cool. We can move forward. You've still got the people who want to do it. That's fine. You do it. Don't make other people or the band stop what they're doing on stage and do yep. it. And I think that's, you know, it's my first Unify that I went to where... I didn't hear it I didn't at hear all. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it was good. It made my it made my weekend. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was to do with our video, Brownie. When I, 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 I like the thing no so shoeies. too. Yeah, exactly. I, I, if, if someone got influenced by that, then so be it. But yeah. yeah, everyone was well behaved on the shoey front. So well That's done good. to you. Uh, your standouts? Obviously, you know, we, we saw a lot together. So like... Yeah, uh, Make make Them Suffer was really cool. Yeah. Was, uh, I always love seeing those guys. They were a standout for me at the, the Heaven and Hell show in Brisbane. Correct, yeah. Uh, earlier in 2019 and... Uh, it's good to see them deliver again, and and uh, yeah, just I can't wait for their next record. Yeah, it's, I think I think they've uh, they're gonna deliver 
what's probably going to be one of the Australian albums for 2020 for the for the year coming, yeah. And what a way to kick it all off. Like, there's so much happening, and that's just in the Unify front. Mm. That's just, you know, what we've experienced at the Music Festival. But as the year progresses, I guess one of the next big events is the Hottest 100, if you will. Yeah. And, uh, you know, in, in past in couple music of years... World in, in music general. world, yeah. In the past yeah. couple of years, we've seen a couple of heavy beds infiltrate yeah. uh, the, the Hottest 100. So, like, you know, taking a look at what's been released or what's up for nomination or what you put your votes in for, what, mm. what do we reckon? What are we looking at making a spot in the list? Well, I mean, you know, North Lane took out the Aria uh, for heavy uh, last year. Yeah. So, you know... Surely we can expect to see at least one Northland song. Bloodline, yeah, I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah. Bloodline got a vote for me from. Me- no, no, sorry, Details Matter got a vote for me. Yeah, I yep. just love that opener. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the speaking of this, before we, you know, you've you've talked about there that you know there's two singles that you that you've uh, identified there that you know people might vote for. Yeah, there's been some strategies from various bands of they will promote to their fans like vote for this one this song yeah and yeah. focus their votes on that you know yeah. focus their fan bases votes on one song to hopefully give one song the An best opportunity. chance yeah. that it can i mean of, of course vote for the song that resonates with you most mm, yeah but, i mean there there is that as well where people are sort of you know laser focused on one song to try and get that one song that's it exactly but i guess you know because in, in, I've done this in in previous years of voting okay. for the Hottest 100, right? I vote for songs that stuck with me or songs yep. that meant more to me than the singles. Unfortunately, they don't even make it into the top 200, mm. that kind of thing. Mm. So I can understand where a band comes from that they want to put a lot of votes behind the lead single or the yep. first song or something like yep. that, you know, that kind of situation. But I guess that's somewhere where the faction's hardest 100 will come in handy because a lot of people are looking at these songs on the album as a whole mm, as opposed to yeah. the singles. Whereas people who listen to radio, commercial radio, they it's tend to hit the, the singles. singles. Yeah. yeah. And I think, look, on on trend, I think that probably heavy music is probably one of the last genres uh, still focused on the album format. In and, full, and, yeah. And... and um, people want to dig a little deeper than the surface, and I think maybe you know, you know, for for a competition like the Hottest One Hundred, uh, maybe that's a disadvantage on that front because people really do attach themselves to more than just the the singles. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, of a record and that sort of stuff, and maybe that maybe that dilutes uh, heavy bands' chances of yep, getting that's it. Right, I don't yeah. know. Uh, or maybe it's just that we can't underestimate. The, the the mainstream just the sheer numbers well, I don't know but. well what's going to be interesting to see is will Bring Me the Horizons Ludens get in a standalone single that was heavier well, they have been really flogging that song on on the Jays or are we going to see something from um, the album that mm. that is going to make you know something like Medicine or yeah I was going to say Mantra well, was on Mantra, last right? that was yeah. on the, the last one yeah. So look, that'll be that'll be the big call. I mean, because obviously mm. you know Polaris as well. Masochist is a song which is just incredible oh. and deserves a spot in there. Oh at my some goodness! Point. Uh, yeah. If if that, I really hope that. Ma- I I voted for that. I really hope that makes it. Um, you know, if you look at the the stuff that has the heavy music that has been added to rotation on Triple J this year, if you look at that sort of stuff, you're going to be looking at stuff from Bring Me the Horizon. Yep. You're going to be looking at uh, locally. Stuff like Wind Waker. Yeah, uh, definitely. Eat, Eat Your Heart Out. Thornhill. Thornhill. Um, 
The Beautiful Monument. Void of Vision. Red Hook. All of these um, bands that sort of, you know, come to mind, but, you know... Th- th- yeah, Slipknot who, who, uh, and... Well, here's the thing, will Tool make it? Because I, I yeah. imagine I imagine Tool fans are now listening to Double J. So well, like, This is where I wanted to go with it, Brownie. Like, yeah. So once we got through all that, now Tool was not added to rotation to Triple J. Yep. But in my mind, stands out as being probably the biggest heavy band that wasn't played a lot on Triple J that stands a chance. So could it infiltrate it just purely on the on votes numbers. of people who get behind it? Yeah, on okay. numbers, because, I mean, we know year year in, year out that the most requested band, uh, full stop, is Tool. Yep, that's right. Everyone uh, wanted it. And, and yeah. Whether they play it or not is a different matter, but yep. it is consistently one of the most requested bands. And then, you know, uh, how many years was it? 13 in 13 between years albums? in between um, albums, yep. So... For them to release an album in 2019, for it to not get acknowledged or anything like that, just because I didn't, I it might, on your defence of that, yep. it, does it belong as belong with the spot in the hottest 100? Yes, it does. One of those songs. Yep. However, are the fans who are listening to the tour nowadays too old to be voting in a Triple or, J? Yeah, or are they going to bother to vote? Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's what I feel. You know, because they are legion. The, yeah. the the tool fans are many and they are passionate. There's like, no there is no doubt about that whatsoever. They're like the believers out there, you know, yeah. they get behind their band. Just to, just to raise the yeah. uh, the the uh, the the Maynard V Bieber feud of two thousand nineteen. You know, there you go. So yeah. yeah. So that that'll be interesting enough. Like I, but I mean, he there you go again. Like the this you know, the lead song, Fear Inoculum. It's an eleven-minute song, so Would they are play we going? Or is it? Gee, well, you know. Well, all right. That's that's the other question. If are we going to see it. an eleven-minute song in the hottest one hundred this year? Like, well, certainly. I mean, you'd have to think it's going to make the hardest one hundred somewhere in there. Like, uh, I would say. Well, you know, and I've no problem with playing an eleven-minute song. Stranger things have happened in the past. I mean, you know, we've had uh, Pretty Fly for a White Guy take it out. We've had oh, Macklemore's yeah. Thrift Shop. What's a what's a really long tool song just to give people time to go to the toilet, chuck a Barbie on and bring democracy to Cuba. <laughs> just long enough. Just, yeah, that's it. So, all right, votes are all in for that. It's all closed yeah. off. We'll see what happens in the next couple of weeks. And uh, if no heavy music makes it, we write. Yeah, basically. Simple as that. And I just want to put out there as well, like all the Australian bands uh, who are, you know, in with a shot, like best of luck to you. Like, yep. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's not the end of the world if you don't make it. Put 1, it that way. Percent. Let's do that. You know, the people rocking up to shows and people buying your album, streaming your music. That's the stuff that counts. That's where it happens. Yeah. Uh, You're all winners in our eyes. No. <laughs> now, uh, the year kicked off and we got kicked in the guts. Some big news yeah. happened this past week and it's 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 hard. Like, I'm still, I'm still dealing with it. It was such a blindside. Man. No one saw this happening no. because they had such a great future ahead of Such them. Such a roll-on. An, an amazing debut album, uh, international success. Kareng picked them up, did that, that show that they do in like yep. a really small pub with them, and it was incredible. Like We were really looking forward to seeing what they were doing, and then all of a sudden, um, Pagan announced that they're calling it quits. Yeah, look, and, you know, I, I certainly don't, you know, begrudge them this move. Like, obviously, no, no, God, obviously no. yeah, it's yeah. the right thing for them, yeah. and, of course, that should always be backed. Um but it just yeah, such a shame because you know for for me like I 
I could see that there's there was going to be many like the, the the path that I saw for them that there was mm. going to be many more albums to come. Yep. Many you know great tours and and new you know stage acrobatics and antics and all that and sort lots of stuff. Lots more red wine. To come. Yeah. yeah. You know and um you know that's a that's a alternate future we'll never get to see now in this timeline. So. Um, <laughs> nice reference to the MCU. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, it's it's it sucks, but you know th- these things happen. And like, we, mm. if we could have control over bands staying together, members not leaving, and anything like that, then you know the world would be a much happier place. But with that said, the music will be a lot happier, and we and don't have music, anything to relate to. But so. also, the music uh, will be around forever. So the exactly. stuff that they've done, it'll be there in the uh, in the 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 books of time. Yep. So. You know, let's let's just celebrate Pagan. And uh, as far as I know, their final show is selling really, really well yeah. and really fast. So make sure you get your tickets for that. Uh, if it hasn't already sold out by the time this podcast lands, and uh, I guess that now puts Pagan into the category of releasing one great album in their career alongside Boxcar Racer oh, plus forty four. What do you want to call them? A one one and done? What, no, a one and done for now. Inverted commas, yeah. like. It's it's a big it's a big deal and like there's a lot of fans who are heartbroken over this but you know obviously it all comes back as you said before pricey the, the band need to make the right decision for, for them, them personally yeah. and if if this is what they need to do to move forward then so be it allow them to do that I guess I guess the the f- proper reason why we're bringing this up is we want to say well done congratulations yes. commiserations you know for for uh, for us you know let's put it to rest you know yep grab your red wine, pour it down your face, that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. But also for the fact that, you know, this moves into our next segment, the 2020 vision for yep. what's ahead. Like Pagan was working on that second album. I don't know if we're going to see anything happening with that, but like what else is coming out this year that we're, you know, looking forward to in future? Yeah. In the next couple of months coming up. Yeah, totally. Um, I see that, Pierce the Veil is releasing a record mm, later this yeah. year, so there's uh, you know there's one potential huge record that we're going to see in Heavy World be released. And see, Pierce the Veil and Sleeping with Sirens have been like brothers; they're like mm. twins, right? So yep. everything they do is kind of replicating what they do. And I know that on the latest Sleeping with Sirens album, they had the return to Heavy this week, yes. and it was a great return yeah. to form album. Um, from memory, the last Pierce the Veil album I listened to. Much like the one that came before it with Sleeping With Sirens, I didn't rate it that much. Okay. Like, it was good, but, like, it wasn't the earlier stuff. Yep. It kind of got me, you know, King for a Day and all that back there. So, if they follow suit with their brothers, then, you know, we might see a great return to form for these two bands yeah, who totally. could then hook up and tour together, which would just be Huge. great. Great yep. to see. Yeah. That would be great. Um, I think, you know, I mentioned this last year, but Angels and Their Waves have been working on the album. Yeah. We've seen two songs so far. Yeah, I thought we were going to see that by the end of last year, but obviously not. No, no, I think... So well, you know, he's hoping it happens in 2020. Pretty sure Tom needs some money to build his spaceship or whatever, so that's why it's coming out, but, you know, I'll, I'll back that. Hey, look, look, honestly, I was a big fan of those two songs that got released. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll give you props for being a fan for all those years where there wasn't new music coming. Yeah, you uh, know, so, yeah, yeah. you push through the cycle of going through the old music and just waiting for something new. Yeah, so Kiss and Tell was great. It just was reminiscent of, like, the earlier stuff, but, like, yeah. with a modern twist, so yeah. it's good. No, um, I, was, I was really into it, man. But the, the next big thing we've got is February 21. Like, yeah. there's a oh lot happening on this day. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, there's at least three records there. That yeah. Like Amity Afflictions, uh, No One Loves You. Everyone Loves You oh, Until You're lo- Gone. Until yeah. You're gone. Sorry. 
My bad. After you're gone or something like that. That one, yeah. Yes. No offense to Emily, it's it's a long title. But they've <laughs> got that coming out. Polaris have their album The Death of Me coming out. Ozzy Osbourne has his album out oh on the same God. day so too. Okay, so the word alive's monomania. And there, there oh you my go. God. Yeah. It's February twenty one is going to be stacked. Three weeks into the month and we've got four big albums of the year. Like oh my God. the word alive, I think I've mentioned this in the past on like an earlier episode last year. Like they were a band, you know, when listening to Spotify playlists that they would always come up. Yep. And there was a song of theirs that came on and like I hated it. I just didn't like his voice. But over time the more and more I listened to it, the more catchier it got. So now I wouldn't call myself a fan. I'm just an active listener, so yeah, I'm keen yeah. to see what they do with this. What they deliver, yeah. I went and listened back to that album that that song was on, and it, it was great. But, yeah. like, you know, let's see what they're doing now with this new release. Yeah, well, this new single is infinitely catchy and sing-along. Yeah. So, uh, and, you know, while also bringing some really cool chops and heavy, you know, riffs as well. So, like, yeah, it's a really great start to the year. There's, like, there's, there's on that day. There's literally something for everyone. Ozzy Osbourne's return to form is great. Like this is harking back to like early Black Sabbath. Like the yeah. singles that have come out so far, far. It's like he could have released this seventy years ago. That kind of thing. Man, he dropped. He's dropped a song this week. He's like featuring Elton John. Like, yeah, as you do. When, but like, when you know, would I have ever thought I'd play a song on the faction that featured Elton John? But here we boy. are. Fall Out Boy, Save Rock and Roll. They did that oh, with Elton John. Oh, I didn't hey. play that though. <laughs> okay, well, maybe you should. It was a great song. I rate it. Okay. So like, I, I would like to see more of that this year, actually. More collaborations with people you never thought would team up. Yep. Machine Gun Kelly's recording a pop punk album with Travis Barker. Sick. That's for an example. Like, okay. I've, I've respected Machine Gun Kelly, but never got into him because I was on the Eminem side of that beef that they had. Oh, but like, okay. I'm keen to see what he does because he's got like ties and influences like Post Malone to the heavy music scene. Do you know what? I Just just diverting here onto the Machine Gun Kelly thing. Um, I, I'd never really checked out his music nor cared, but um, my wife is a big fan of the TV show Catfish. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. Before yeah. he was famous, um, they actually, like one of the hosts had to like, he had a baby coming. And so they had guest hosts for a bunch of... Yeah, okay, yeah. And Machine Gun Kelly came on and hosted Catfish for... A, before he was three, famous? Four, or before like, he was famous. Like, right. He was, like, coming up. And he was a, like, he was a really nice guy. I was like, oh, okay. This is yeah, cool. because I've seen in interviews and, like, you know, videos and whatnot of the guy. There was one which I saw where um, a young fan, I dare say she was under the age of 10 or so, okay. didn't get to hear her favourite song at the show. So... He, she tweeted him. He went him. backstage no, and no, he sang uh, it for uh, her or something. That's right, yeah. yeah. Brought out an acoustic guitar, sat on the fence, sang it for her personally. So, you know, yeah. you can't rip into the that guy cool. for, for doing, like, great efforts and going above and beyond like that. For his fans, And yeah. to be honest with you, his acting in the movie Bird Box wasn't half bad. So I haven't seen it. Give it a shot, okay. you know, give it a crack. He, he did a pretty right job. So nice. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And I think that might be one of the left field ones that I didn't expect that yeah. I would enjoy. Uh, but yeah, working out with working with Travis Barker, you know, it's going to be gold. Mm. And actually, something we didn't really touch on because we did, it it dropped after our last episode last year, but Bring Me the Horizon dropped a surprise EP. Yeah, no, can we? No, we're moving on. Yeah, I, I, I was going to talk about have a chat about that. The Halsey. Oh, the, yeah, like so going the, back to teaming up with people we yes, never thought correct. would happen. Yeah. yeah, look, I've got some thoughts on that. Mm. Like. I, 
to, well, we did give it a listen on the way to Unify. Yeah. And we turned it off fairly quick. Yeah, we got two songs in. Yeah. Yeah, not going to lie. Um, I, I believe that, you know, it's a situation of like Jordan and Ollie doing some experimental stuff, Side which project, we saw on a mall, right? Yeah. So this may have been leftovers from that and something a little bit more obscure that didn't quite make the album. So they've released it and... Yeah, no. Like, I, I get that they're making music for music fans, mm. but this to me was like... Didn't feel like Bring Me the Horizon? It's exactly what 30 Seconds to Mars did on their on their last album, America. It's just yep. stripped away completely from what it was known for, and it's the Jared Leto side Show. project. Yeah. Yep. If they released it under that, Jordan Fish EP or Jared Leto EP or album, whatever it is, then there would be a lot more respect for it because it's something different. But because you're using the name, it's the same thing of the equivalent of like Pricey's bloody pop extravaganza where you've got the Spice Girls and you've got... Yeah, you know, it's off-brand. Exactly, yeah. yeah, it doesn't work. So yeah. for me, like, I, I know they released that and there's a lot of fans out there who said they enjoyed it. That, that's cool. But, like, for me, it, was, it was, mm. wasn't bring me. It wasn't bring me. I definitely respect them for their, um, their take on, you know, like, look, we're not going to feel pressured to release albums or, yep. or in any particular format whatsoever. If we're going to release a single, we're going to release a single. If we're going to release an EP, we're going to release an EP. If we're gonna re- but probably not an album. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Like, I'd, I'd like that. They they don't need to yep. uh, do albums anymore. They're, I mean, unfairly or not, there is, you know, the album, like people in the heavy scene expect albums. Yep. Um, so them not necessarily bowing to expectations is a powerful thing to do. And I'm here for that. But uh, yeah, like this particular music, I, I didn't particularly like. Yeah. And, and, and that's fine. You know, yeah. everyone's, everyone, you can't like everything. Yeah, one hundred percent. And that's what it you know brings back to opinions and and, and whatnot. You know, it's, everyone it's, has one. Exactly. Somewhat it, like uh, ears. Yes, everyone's. But you might have one, not two. Oh, yeah. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see a lot of that. Like, if there's more experimenting with bands trying different things and heading in different musical directions this year, I look forward to change. I love progression, mm. and I'm just really interested to see what comes out of the music scene this year. And here we are, just at the start of it all. We've got totally. a, We've projected the year. We we see what's coming up and what's ahead. And now let's just wait and see what gets delivered to us. And just bathe in the new new. Yeah, music. like yeah. you know, if we got a pool, just bathe in, in, in that and yeah. just splash around for a bit. Australian-wise, is there any bands? Slowly, that you... slowly. Nice. I, I want to get in with them. Like They are going to be big this year. They're, right. they're heading in a pop-punk direction. If you're not on the slowly, slowly bandwagon yet, you need to look at yourself in the mirror and check it out. Nice. Please do that. I think it's going to be a big standout. Okay. Now, I don't know if, I don't know if you're necessarily a fan. I think we've talked about them before, but I'm, I'm looking forward to a new 12-foot ninja record. Oh, look, come on, man. Look. They're a ton of fun. As I've said before, I feel like I'm too dumb for prog. And yeah, like okay. I, and I, I can respect the, 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 the thought process that goes into their songs and their videos. As we mentioned before, Ebony sat me down one day and we watched a couple of videos and yep. I respect it. But the music with it, just it hasn't got me yet. I haven't got into okay. it. And there's nothing against the band because they're really talented. Yeah, yeah. It's just not my cup of tea. Okay, well, that's a, that's a shame. I'm going to make that my goal for this year is I'm going to get you into prog. Please do. Sick. Please. Let's get yep. weird. Okay, Let's get all right. really weird. We're Done. Gonna, yeah, I'll gonna, be down for that. Yeah. All right, we're gonna we're gonna dive deep, buddy. Mm. It's gonna be great. Okay, I'm gonna bring Pricey's prog bangers each week. Let me get my twelfths and my piccolos and yeah. whatever whatever else proggy people do. I'll, yeah, I'll yeah. start wearing glasses. Yeah, how about that? 
<laughs> All right, beautiful. Well, I think, I mean, is that us done for the week? That's kicking off. Got anything more? That's that's what we got so far. We don't want to put can all our eggs before the hatch. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So let's so pig too early. Exactly. Yeah, we do that a lot, don't we? But let's wrap things up here for Season 2, Episode 1 of the Matter of Faction Podcast. All thanks to the Handshake Media Group. It's going to be a, an amazing year with what's ahead. Hell yeah. Well, he's Brownie, I'm Pricey. Catch you next week. You've been listening to the Matter of Faction Podcast with Pricey and Brownie.